There comes a time in your life when your desire to change must outweigh your desire to remain the same. If this is your time, I want you to know that whatever your circumstances are, you are exactly where you need to be right now. You are stronger than you know. You deserve to live in your purpose and to have a happy and fulfilling life. You're worth keeping your promises to yourself. Every single thing you've done until this point has been enough. You are enough. You always were. My greatest desire is for you to give yourself permission to take a chance on you because you're worth it. Welcome to the True Growth, True Growth podcast. I am Latina Mata, your mindset coach. And in this podcast, we explore and learn all things related to self-love, self-discovery and inner work. It is the foundation to help you navigate life and make the necessary internal shifts to become the very best version of yourself. It is my greatest pleasure to be with you right here, right now. Throughout this podcast, we get to grow through what we go through together. Welcome back to another episode of the True Growth, True Growth podcast. I'm Latina, and today I want to talk to you about self-discovery. I want to share with you a few things, maybe five things that you would learn on your self-discovery journey. But I want to start by sharing what I define self-discovery as. And in this space today, I'm going to share with you that self-discovery is essentially a permission game. It is a permission game of you choosing to unlearn many things of you choosing to be honest with yourself with you taking full radical responsibility for your life for you to decide who and what you are choosing to be in this world right so as i've been on this self-discovery journey for quite some time and let's be honest self-discovery we are always learning something new about ourselves and a lot of us don't even realize that we are doing so right so you've probably been on your self-discovery journey for quite some time as well, practically your whole life, right? But I guess when I'm speaking about self-discovery, I'm speaking about from a very conscious space, as in you're always asking why. You're always psychoanalyzing, okay, where did that behavior come from? What was the reason for doing it? You know, taking, trying to take radical responsibility for your current situation, where it is you're trying to go. So number one. You realize on your self-discovery journey that what you thought you knew probably didn't make any sense. Or you realize that the more that you learn, the less that you know. So key indicator that you're on a self-discovery journey is you taking um, a look at your belief system, taking a look at your family, taking a look at the people that you're around, paying attention to how they think, how they speak, certain decisions that they make. And you realize, oh my gosh, that is where I got that from. That is where I learned those behaviors from. And actually starting to decide that you are going to unlearn a lot of those things. That is a big part of self-discovery. The second thing is realizing that the way that you react and respond to triggers in your life is simply your trauma response. So there may be specific ways that you would have responded to things or specific ways that you respond to situations when it triggers you 
um, and you have specific negative, and I use the word negative very loosely, but you have specific emotions around it. Those emotions are usually your trauma response, and it's your way of trying to keep you safe. So you may find that you get flightish. So you know, there's a fight and flight respond. You may notice that you get very, you may get loud, you may scream, you may shout. You may also shut down completely, silent treatment. Um, you may withdraw completely, as in have no emotion, blunt effect. You notice you become very self-aware of how you react and how you respond to triggers. Another thing that um, is a big part of the self-discovery journey is realizing that when you are triggered by specific people or things or situations, um, especially if you know it's probably directed or not directed to you, but definitely you notice there's a particular person in your life. It could be a family member, it could be a friend, and they just trigger you. Certain things about them trigger you, believe it or not. A big thing is it's usually a mirror of some part of us that we've not met as yet or a mirror of some part of us that we know exists to some degree, yet we struggle to confront it, we struggle to accept it, we struggle to forgive it, we struggle to love it. So, of course, when these people in our lives function a particular way and we feel triggered, it's usually a mirror, a reflection of some part of us. And I know that for some people that might be a very hard pill to swallow because it's difficult to see the way that we function that may be toxic to somebody else like we it's difficult for us to see that within ourselves because it's easier for us to see it in somebody else but sometimes oftentimes we are that toxic person in somebody else's life we are that trigger in somebody else's life we are that villain in somebody else's story we may have those narcissistic tendencies to somebody else i'm not saying that we wake up in the morning with the intention to be that way but there are parts of us that we've not met as yet that exist within other people just like it exists within ourselves. And when those people behave in a particular way and we find ourselves triggered, it comes to that realization after deepened self-awareness, of course, through your self-discovery journey, that it's actually a part of us that we are seeing. So, side note, I could attest this to my relationship with my mom. I could attest this through listening to friends who have relationships with their partners or with their parents or whomever, there are specific things that the person will do, right? And of course, when they do it, we have all the explanation and all the justification for why it's such bullshit and why and we are upset and we are mad as to how could they function like that? Why do they behave like that? Why they make everything so difficult, etc., etc. And of course, in our justification, we have good reason because, you know, the circumstance, we believe when we are venting or being frustrated about that person, we believe that our the circumstance in which they are behaving in a particular way is not called for. Yet, I have come to realize that the very thing that we are fussing and complaining about in terms of those other people, we consciously or unconsciously behave in that very way or similar ways to other people in our lives or in other situations and sincerely in the self-discovery journey that recognition of that mirror is probably the most difficult part because now 
it forces you to definitely have to take that radical responsibility for the current situation that you have. You are no longer allowed to blame anybody else. And then most importantly, the focus is now on you having to change how you respond. It's now about you having to change how you deal with situations and deal with life because you don't want to be that person. You don't want to respond the way, in the very way that you are triggered by. But true story is that if you sit with that, if there's a particular person in your life who you find that you may have a lot of disagreements with for whatever reason and they function a particular type of way, pay attention to how you respond to other people in other situations. You may be surprised to find that it's actually a mirror as well. Another thing that we discover on our self-discovery journey, and this is also very difficult, is doing inner child work. Essentially, meeting that little us who for most of us has been running our adult lives for the longest while and recognizing the hurt and the pain and the trauma that he or she had experienced during childhood and making that decision that we are going to forgive and let go and decide to reparent him or her, so reparent little us, so that we could actually step into the version of ourselves that we desire to be or simply begin, not simply, importantly, begin to love the parts of us that feel as though it's the worst part of us. Self-discovery is a never-ending, ongoing journey. As I mentioned before, we've all been on self-discovery journey because since we came out of our mommy's wombs, we've been learning more about ourselves. But there was a point, there is a point for most of um, a lot of people where it seems to be as though things are just on autopilot you know you're not sure what you like what you dislike you don't know what your strengths and your weaknesses are you don't know what your purpose in life is you feel as though you know you spend a lot of time just giving to others just being something for somebody else and very little time is spent on really knowing who you are really tapping into your potential you know life feels very mediocre and very basic there is not much joy and expansion because you know there's a part of you that's basically been shut off so self-discovery is essentially a permission game it's permission to examine the ideologies that you would have been taught examine your family trends and their habits and their behaviors and realize how that has impacted your life it is a decision to actually look at yourself in the mirror and be honest about where you are what it is you're doing so there are some things that we learned in terms of our self-discovery journey. Those that I shared are just a few, literally a drop in a barrel. But I also consider them very important because when you begin to meet parts of yourself that you've not met before, when you're able to meet parts of yourself that you probably are ashamed of or you probably feel sad about or you feel grievance towards, and you start to love those parts of you, it simply has a beautiful ripple effect in terms of how you show up in your life. When you start to acknowledge and examine your belief systems, you get to see how these beliefs have been basically running in the background of your life, supporting the type of life that you currently have because those beliefs are what has created your current reality, right? And the work in terms of your relationship, self-discovery actually improves your relationship with other people because you get to see those mirrors. You get to see where 
you are reflecting the very thing and some the very thing that you don't like in somebody else you get to see it within yourself so you then have the power to actually change the way that you behave the way that you see yourself the way that you see others self-discovery in terms of meeting those parts of you having radical responsibility learning to reparent yourself creates more compassion and when you have more self-compassion it's easier to be more compassionate with other people and the baseline for what this world needs sincerely is real love right like may sound like a hippie type of thing to say but i believe that love sincerely is the currency that is missing for so many of us in this place and i think as a collective if that is improved then life is also going to be different for for us as a collective right so these are just some of the things that you would learn on a self-discovery journey this has definitely been my experience let me know if this resonated what stood out to you the most be sure to leave a review share with a friend tag me on social media and i will talk to you soon bye bye